0: discount time let's
2: get you taken care of
1: this podcast is part of the sports social podcast network this podcast is part of the sports social podcast
0: network the share it with a friend deal even if that friend is yourself your mcdonald's your rules
2: Welcome back to Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul Dykes, and this afternoon I'm joined by Alan Morrison we're talking about that first half in the Scottish Cup it is Celtic nil, Rangers nil. a uh, couple of decent chances for Rangers not a great deal the chances for Celtic, Alan. What do you make overall of that first-half performance by the Kogu's men?
3: Yeah, no, there's no can't pretend otherwise that it's not been great. Um, they're, interestingly, they are playing exactly how uh, virtually every other team in the league plays against Celtic now, whereby they're trying to get early long balls in behind uh, Taylor and on top of Starfelt. Starfelt's actually coping with re- reasonably well Taylor's not having such a good game. That left side of Celtic's defence is the weakest part of the team, and they're going long on that. And then otherwise, it's it's kind of set plays, and uh, you know Celtic are being punished by Bobby Madden every time there's any contact. They're going down. They're getting free kicks for everything, um, and and then the, the odd corner as well. That's absolutely you know, disrupting any any flow in the game. I mean. Mm. You know, the, the referee has been a, a, abysmal, actually, but you know that shouldn't uh, shouldn't detract from the fact that Celtic have not not been playing well. But then they've not been, they've not been allowed to in many respects.
2: Yeah, we're going to run through some of the comments that are coming through, Alan, because they echo quite a few of my thoughts. That's not the only reason I bring up your comments, if you agree with me, incidentally. Um, Anything that uh, is disagreeing of what I've got written down on the notes will also be brought up and thrown out there. Uh, First of all, 1967 comes in on the YouTube channel to say Jota right side, Maeda left and Kyogo through the middle, O'Reilly on for Rogic. It's not happening now. I do share the belief that it hasn't really happened for Celtic in the final third, Alan, um, of that first half. uh, I think that we have dealt pretty well defensively, although Rangers have had us under pressure a fair bit. We'll come back to a couple of those chances. I think in the midfield, Callum McGregor is leading by example. He's been a warrior, but he's also uh, been involved in our attacking play. But up top we do seem to be lacking but the big question is i seen there just as Hatati was taken out near the the end of the first half Coglu was screaming instructions uh, onto the park I don't think he'll be that impressed with the first half performance but I'm not convinced he'll make changes I'm really not convinced he'll make changes
3: no, no, There's a lot to do, and and like you say, he's not often animated and and, and upset with what the players are doing. So hopefully that will get remedied at half time. What I would say is, you know, they've dominated possession. We've, we've they've had the better of the the chances. We, we talked about Jota before the game, and this is you know Jota does does not always make great decisions in the final third, and when he's not getting the ball a lot, that's amplified. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the early first five minutes, a couple of bad a couple of bad decisions to to uh, to not you know to shoot and etc so but but what I th- what what I would say in terms of what's in, what what we should give us encouragement is the fact that it's nil nil <laughs> despite having played as badly as we have it's nil nil um, you would think that Celtic will um, be stronger as the game goes on physically uh, and also we've got I would say the, the, the more impactful players to come off the bench so I think it's all all good and I also trust Posticably to sort it out in the second half but. You know the dangers are going to be the same. As I say, it's those left side long balls across uh, behind behind Taylor on top of Taylor, and then it's we've, we, you know we've got it. We've got to just be a bit canny as far as not giving Madden an excuse to give free kicks anywhere around the box. Mm.
2: Well, this is a concern now. Paul comes in, as I say, uh, disagree with us, and it doesn't mean I won't bring your your point of view up. Paul McLean, don't blame the ref; nothing to do with him. I think the the one example that that sticks in my mind in that first half there is the tackle on McGregor when McGregor. You know, like a warrior, like I said before, goes in for the fifty-fifty with Lundstrom, and he ends up doing a, a double flip in the air. I think gets right back up, doesn't stay down, and um, you know later on he is penalised after um, the passing movement is the attacking movement is finished. He's penalised for uh, having a, a little nibble at Ryan Kent, and I just think that you know if the if the tackle on Kent is a yellow card, Lundstrom's is a, a yellow card all day long on well, McGregor. There's an inconsistency inconsist- there.
3: Yeah, I'd actually disagree with you on that one, uh, Paul, because when, when I thought the same in real time, but when you look at the replay, Lundstrom actually wins the ball and then McGregor wins the ball. And they just kind of smash into each other. I think it was a, a very honest challenge by both players that just unfortunately left McGregor kind of worse off with it, although he did ultimately get the ball in his favour. The one that really stuck in my mind as far as if you want to see a referee who's being partially inconsistent is that when Arebo went for that header in the box and Carter Vickers managed to get some pressure on him and he gave him a wee dunt in the side, Ariba went down. Celtic tried to start the game quickly and Madden immediately uh, blew up and stopped Celtic from breaking. Whereas at the other yeah. end, Juranovic was taken out by Oribo and again went down with a fight and he wasn't moving and he just let them play on and they yeah. and they broke. that. That I mean, th- th- you, that's the same referee. It's the same incident. Yeah, how do you explain that?
2: Uh, you're right. It's, it's inconsistency within uh, just the first 46 minutes of that game here now. Rogic not doing it says Clouter. It was a big discussion point before the game, Alan, wasn't it? Um, do we do we choose uh, Tommy Rogic or do we start with Matt O'Reilly? We've gone. For Rogic. He was hooked, mm-hmm. I think, after 45 minutes against St Johnston. Not particularly because he was playing badly. No one in the park uh, in a Celtic jersey was playing badly against St Johnston. But O'Reilly came on and he completely upped the, the tempo, he upped the levels, I think. And uh, as much as Kyogo is an absolute game changer, I think that a massive change in his game could well be O'Reilly's impact uh, when Ange decides to, to bring him on. However, You've got to take into consideration. Rogic seems to be doubled up on, and you know it's as if the, the minute he gets the ball, Alan, there's there's a couple of Rangers mm-hmm. uh, players right down his throat. Unfortunately, what we're not seeing is the is the space that that should be creating for one of his teammates up top. Um, what's your take on Tommy's performance in the first half?
3: I don't think he's been he's been bad. I mean, he's not had a lot of the ball. He's been man marked, as we talked about at the beginning. You know, we've got um, Aribo sitting on McGregor. Uh, Bassi seems to be following uh, Rogic. Um, so you know he's, he's he's under pressure as soon as he gets the ball. It's not an easy it's not easy to play against, but you know I think he's shown for the ball. He's kept going. Um, I don't I don't think Abada or Jota or, or or any of the front three actually have made great decisions once they've got the ball. But I think uh, you know the midfield three are, are are trying at least they're trying to get the ball forward. Uh, you know Hatati's had some good good little breaks, some good good passing. McGregor's had a couple of good breaks, and I think Rogic's had a good few touches too. So um, they're they're I think they're working really hard to try and beat the man-to-man and the press, Uh, but we need more quality uh, from the forwards when they get the ball and better decision-making.
2: It has been the biggest concern uh, up top. We're sitting here now because Giacomakis is out. He will lose that physicality up top. I mean, Maeda does what we knew he would uh, do. He's, he's right down the goalkeeper's throat. goalkeeper hasn't uh, looked that comfortable a couple of times. Um, but th- mm. there's a completely different approach when Yakamakis isn't on the park. Of course, we do have uh, Kyogo sitting on the bench. Um, now, I don't think, again, that... Um, you know, Alan Coglu is going to make sweeping changes at half time because, like you say, we've gone in at nothing each. I expect Rangers to tired. They've lost Aaron Ramsey just before the halftime whistle blew. Um, when we've been forced to defend, there's been a few points I want to raise. There's there's a few points coming mm. in in relation to Greg Taylor, first of all, and and I think that we can't go three or four weeks, Alan, and praising Greg Taylor's performances, and then when he's had a bit of a hard time in the first half here, we can't just say, well, he's not good enough. He's, uh, well, you know, and some of, the, some of the points that are coming in are saying well he's, he's not uh, Celtic class listen I don't think he's had a great first half um, but there's one thing for sure with, with regards to Greg Taylor he has been an integral part of Andy's system this season and he is your first choice left back on merit I believe so I would maybe hmm. go back and you might actually correct me on this one I didn't think Jiranovic had a great game at Ibrox and I don't know if that's because I'm remembering mm-hmm. the first, you know, open dis, uh, opening dispatches of the game. I don't think Taylor's had a great first half now, but you don't hook a player. Uh, sometimes you allow them to to play through it. Um, is that a big concern for you, the the Taylor uh, first half performance?
3: Well, it, it is. And again, I, my, my, I'm kind of I have two two thoughts, two competing thoughts in my head at all times with Taylor. One is he's having a great season. He's a guy who's young, still a young player. He's learning um he's he's actually adapted brilliantly to play under postecoglou's system but fundamentally I just don't think he's going to be good enough for celtic to get to the level they want to get to in terms of uh, more 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 of his physical attributes really he's just not quick enough He's not strong enough, uh, really. Uh, and and if, you're not, if you've not got those things, you need to have other compensatory factors like an absolutely outstanding technique. And I don't think he's necessarily got that either. That's not to say he hasn't absolutely made the best of himself and, and, and is a player that clearly wants to improve the whole time. His attitude is fantastic. He's, he's having a tough shift out there because he's up against their best player uh, in terms of creative threat, which is Tavernier. And he's also had to contend with Alan Ramsey trying to run run off him. Uh, two or three times in that early 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 stages they were trying to get Ramsey in with diagonals on top of Taylor's channel. so he's had he's had a tough tough shift but he he has to he has to get out to the ball quicker and stop aver crossing the ball into the box and I just don't think he's got the physicality to do that. Um, yeah. so in that case he probably needs support so uh, maybe maybe we might see Maida switched back to the left and maybe Abada put through the middle and Jota back to the right, that might be a wise thing to do and just shore up that left-hand side a little bit, stop Tavernier's runs It's so much mm. more, give him a bit more to think about. That that would be something which I think they, they should think about.
2: Yeah, I think there is that secondary effect, isn't there, Alan, if uh, your left-winger's not having a great day at the office and uh, coupled with the fact that... Per- Perhaps his defensive play, I'm talking a jota at the minute, um, isn't the best. And then obviously Taylor is is having to deal with their uh, most threatening player, I would suggest, as well. He's played a few decent balls into the Celtic box. Um, In that first half, I think there was one occasion where Starfelt gives the ball away. But, you know, you've got to give him credit because he eventually wins the ball back uh, with the header. But the one piece of defending that uh, I want to point out is when Rangers hit the post. Uh, Cameron Carter Vickers, uh, what an important tackle that was. I don't think the Cameron's picked it up at, at a better angle than the original um you know, lifetime angle, but what a what an important mm. bit of defensive play that was as well, Alan, because I think it was just uh, the ball was getting slotted in the back of the net had he not thrown himself at that.
3: I mean, actually, I mean, yeah, absolutely spot on. But even more important, I think, was that that one i alluded to earlier in relation to Arebo, where Arebo actually has got a free header on the edge of the six yard box, and Carter Vickers just kind of leans into him, and, and 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 gets enough on him that he cannot get any power into his header. And that was literally it was on the six yard box center of the goal. That was a big mm. a big chance. And I think Carter Vickers saved saved that moment. Uh, no, listen, I think Starfield's been excellent. I think Roof is probably the type of striker that. Starfield likes playing against because he's not bigger than him, he's not taller than him, he's not going to run away from him. So he's, I think he's comfortable playing against Roof. Roof's quite, a, you know, quite an aggressive player, but then so Starfelt, so I think, is a good matchup and I think he's, he's he's generally okay playing against uh, against Roof. Um, and Carter because yeah, he's been he's been excellent as as always. But yeah, I think that left side is where Celtic uh, Taylor probably needs a bit of help, uh, really. The other, the other thing I would throw in there as well,
2: uh, when we're talking about the the of threat really in the final third island by Celtic, is I still think Abada's got the beating in Barisic. I really do, but I, it doesn't seem as though the ball's getting uh, played down down the right hand side um, enough for me now. Um, there's been some suggestion of them switching, or you know, perhaps as you said, putting Abada through the middle uh, and seeing how that works. Now the point that Stevie makes, Stevie boy, give Rodic another 10-15, I think that Ange will. Give this this team line another ten or fifteen minutes to see how they kind of settle into this second half before making any changes. I think that mm. Callum McGregor, his performance in the first half is what we've come to expect from the captain. Um, he's been. You know, in and about the the real nitty gritty, the dirty uh, jobs in the midfield going into 50 50s. Um, You know, he's won quite a few headers as well in that first half. But then once we are in the final third, he's the man I think who's looking to try and create an opening. Um, So he's been outstanding in the first half. And if Ange Bosticoglu is giving that um, five minute chat that he gives at half time Mm. and then leaving the dressing room uh, to Callum McGregor, I'm pretty sure McGregor will leave a few people uh, under absolutely no illusions as to what they need to do in the second half. So well, Stevie, I agree with that. I think I may be proven wrong within about 60 seconds of the second half, but I think he will give uh, the team about 10 minutes to, to try and settle into this,
3: Alan. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think uh, the thing I'd like to see that work well, that can you hear me okay?
2: Yeah. Hello? I, th- I think there's can a slight delay. Okay? We can Hello? hear you fine, yeah, okay, great, Sorry, I think there's maybe a wee de- yeah, a yeah, delay a uh, coming through to you.
3: No worries. Yeah, no worries. Uh, the other thing I'd like to see that McGregor showed is is actually Celtic midfielders uh, driving with the ball at feet. I think if uh, I think uh, we've got the run on their midfield, they're, they're not, not the quickest uh, by doing that.
2: Well, there is. Um... There is the second half to look forward to and the players are on the park ready to kick off. Alan, thanks very much for your contribution at half-time and thank you everybody for getting involved in the comment section. Hello. Keep it up. Uh, we'll be back at full time. And thank you to Alan Morrison for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. <laughs>